0: Welcome to the Coach's Corner. Parents, does this sound familiar? It's been a calm morning getting the kids ready for school up until the time to leave the house. Someone hasn't put their shoes on yet, although you gave plenty of reminders and now you're running late. So you find yourself facing a choice. Do you, A, take a deep breath, gently talk with your child about the reason they aren't listening to you? Or, B, yell out, how many times do I have to tell you to put your shoes on? My name is Kathy Sohn, and I am a parent, an author, and a life coach who specializes in childhood vows. Those are powerful core beliefs we create early in life. Pausing for a moment to explore your child's behavior can take special effort when you are under stress and time constraints, but yelling at your child can feel like a familiar, well-worn path. That is because yelling as a means to changing behavior probably began in your world when you were very young. So many of us were raised in households where punishment and fear were used to control us. What our parents didn't realize is that children pay a price when they are shaped primarily by authority outside themselves often to the neglect and suppression of their own ideas and feelings. When you get emotional, your children do too, and no problem solving gets done. Also, in the midst of strong emotions, children who aren't even yet logical can come to heartbreaking conclusions that strike at their very sense of self-worth, such as, what I feel doesn't matter. They will likely pass along This trauma to future generations, parenting the way they were parented, having decided that yelling is the way to get what I want. If parents consistently meet resistance with, I'm in charge, do it because I said so, instead of taking the time to explain why rules are important, children can decide to blindly follow those in power, ignoring their own intuition. Now, I want you to take a deep breath. And please do not feel guilty if you have yelled at your kids occasionally. As a parent who strives to parent consciously, I am well familiar with the scenario I gave you in the beginning about the shoes. And yes, I have raised my voice because I was not being listened to. I would like to share with you four tips for being sure you stay on track as a conscious, connected parent. Number one, remember that it is about being conscious, not being perfect. What is important is that you recognize when you might be leaning more on authority than influence or on tending to yell more than listening with compassion. Number two, always make that effort to be sure your child knows they are heard and validated. You will continue to build valuable connection and open lines of communication so critical during the teen years. Even if you are in a rush, you can take a minute, then agree to talk more about it later. Number three, don't underestimate the value of an apology to your child. When you apologize, not only do you build trust, your kids get to see you as human and that you sometimes make mistakes too. And finally, remember to raise your awareness instead of your voice. Underlying all behavior is a message. Your children aren't really trying to provoke you, at least most of the time. So be curious and compassionate and connected to your child and watch the magic that can happen as everyone grows in the process. I've so enjoyed this time with you today. For more information on childhood vows and conscious parenting, please visit kathysohn.com. That's k-a-t-h-i-s-o-h-n.com.